This is Incisive Decisive. Incisive Decisive. Incisive Decisive. Dentistry, Ethics, Philosophy. So this is part two of our special episodes on the GDC's Moving Upstream document. If you haven't listened to part one yet, you should probably do that before you listen to this. So without much further ado, let's get back into it. First tier complaints resolution. Ah, okay. Sounds like a wedding cake. Being the best at handling feedback and complaints. Who? That's what the GDC wants to do. Oh, being the best? Being the best. Like the, Gillette. The best like, out of which group? Out, out of out all, of all out of the dental all, regulators. Out of all the dental regulators <laughs> in the UK. <laughs> we realise that you have a choice for your dental regulation. <laughs> oh, that's, that might there be a solution. Go. Oh, man. Just come up with so all now. we have to do is, I'm, not, I'm no longer going to be a dentist. I'm going to set up a commercial a, dental a, regulatory a system. Toothologist. And I'm now going to start at the General Toothologist Council. Council yeah. yeah. Um, GTC. And, yeah. And um, our rates will be... Four hundred pounds a year, yeah, maybe that'll do. do. Um, we, I'm not gonna. Although um, we can't really have Wimpole Street offices, um, not for that price. Um, there, there might, no, no, no. To be, no let's, let's there might be an office available in Nottingham. So. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair to the GDC, they pay a pittance there, um, Wimpole Street office. It's like four thousand pounds a year. Yeah, so, that's why so, they could pay nine yeah. million to have it but, done up. And they are. That's why they're moving um, to Birmingham. So everything else apart from fitness to practice. Right, I didn't know that. Yeah, literally. Uh, I think they would have moved fitness to practice as well, um, but um, all the lawyers are in London. All the solicitors are in London. So no, they're so. not, though. They do have solicitors. In, um, in no, 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 no. No, all. All of the lawyers. You know when you have to write a letter uh-huh. to your local solicitor? Uh-huh. He's actually in London. All of them in London. Yeah, but it's of just course. a P.O. box. Yeah, of course. And, and and it would be ludicrous to suggest that if you moved the part of the industry which pays the money somewhere else that the lawyers wouldn't follow. Yeah. Remember um, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Should we break this up with a Philadelphia joke? What do you call a thousand lawyers at the bottom of the ocean? Good start. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually chained to the bottom of the ocean, I think, as I remember. Um, so, love the loyals. And so, um, um, I didn't realise they were moving. That is a big deal. Yeah, they're moving moving almost everything to Birmingham. Everything apart from fitness to practice? I think so, yes. What are they apart from fitness to practice? Oh, they do a lot. They do They do registration. Is the gardening going to... Uh, are, the bee, are the beehives? <laughs> is, is Professor Dr. Moyes' Diet Coke fridge going to Birmingham? That's your Diet Coke fridge. Where is he going to work? I would assume he'd be retained in London. I don't know. London Ham. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Well, you'd have to, I'm assuming he'd have more than one office. Yes, I think he'll need to go to Birmingham. Yeah. I think he'll have it. to go. Right. First take complaints resolution. Um, our survey results indicate that nearly half of all dental patients perceive barriers to raising complaints with dental practice. Our survey says, uh, uh, <laughs> so you're not complaining enough. Uh, our survey says, <laughs> so they see barriers to complaining to dental yeah, practices. Yeah, yeah. Our survey says, what does your survey say about what dentists think of you? Uh, sorry, I'm, I digress. So their solution to this is a fashion-wide complaints handling uh, initiative. So if you make a complaint to me, you'll go through the same pathway as if I were to make a complaint to you. Right, okay. Which kind of makes sense. Yeah, that's like uh, a conciliation service almost. <sighs> Ooh. Yes, essentially, yeah, That's and that's a good idea. 
they are talking about resolving concerns at an early stage and learning from the pay, uh, feedback patients provide. So it does kind of sound a bit like local resolution. A little bit. A little bit, doesn't it? Mm. So, and that, unfortunately... Centrally administered local resolution. Via <laughs> fitness department. It'll be, like capital, it'll be like capital radio. It'll just be syndicated local <laughs> resolution. Different voiceovers depending yeah. on... They'll be done in a different accent depending different on adverbs, where you are. So yeah. Unfortunately, so this little bit about uh, complaints resolution, which is actually quite an important part, I would have thought, yeah. is about the smallest bit, of course. so forth. So well, far. the problem is it's a little bit like uh, Turkey's voting for Christmas, isn't it? You don't want to be resolving any of the complaints because then you really would have to give up London. Yeah. So yeah. despite yeah. what you might think, the cognitive dissonance about trying to keep the complaints, if the GDC complaint t- tally dropped to two next year, they'd have a problem. They would have a problem. They'd have, they'd have um, lots of free time in their hands. They would. Yeah, and lots not, of money. That, that is not going to happen. No. Uh, for, Fortunately, I don't know. Um, then they talk a little bit about um, putting evidence and partnership working at the heart of our activity. We firmly believe that good regulation must be underpinned by efforts to understand what is being regulated so we can harness the positive and minimise the negative. Right. This means gathering, analysing and using evidence. Yeah. So they're going to do research into what they do good that that clearly needs to be robust peer reviewed and um uh, and it needs to be research the validity of which is decided upon outside of the organization i think um so ben goldick has this uh this thing going on at the moment um ben goldick author of bad yeah, science bad, bad science. pharma yeah um where he is um promoting the release of all uh, clinical data in trials to be yeah. freely available. Yes. So all trials initiative, it's very good. Lots of big data, um, which can be used uh, wherever you like. And I think the GDC should follow that up. Mm-hmm. So if they're doing research and, and producing stats from that, well, chuck the data out there as well. Yeah, so so fine. other people can can look at it. Can look at and, it and because, play with the data. Because we know that people can... Mess around with stats, and, of course. Yeah. And, uh, how, not dare, the, how dare you suggest that? Yeah. And and also though, um, they're not a private organisation. No, and they don't have shareholders, so they don't. They're not bound by the constraints, the commercial constraints that organisations such as that might be. Mm-hmm. And there, it would be reasonable to suggest, although perhaps a lawyer will tell me otherwise, that that data is publicly owned data. Oh, interesting. Because that data. The GDC is not a commercial organisation, so the data that it collects actually should be in the public domain. Mm, that's a good argument for that, isn't there? I think there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I'll go along with that. Um, one of the things they're going to be researching, this is important. Okay. Yeah, he uh, pointed his finger at me there, which means it's really important. important. It's I was like be, I was at school. It's, <laughs> I felt for a Look minute... this down, Campbell. <laughs> I felt for a minute that I was being interviewed by Tony Blackburn. <laughs> so... Um, Jointly, the GGMC, you know, the GDC and the Nursing and Midwifery Council. Oh, my wife's regulated by them. Oh, this is interesting. Mm. Well, they are going to research. They're going to have a big party together um, on a beach with tents. And define what counts as seriousness. So. Ah, uh, good. Yes. Good, good. Because for those of you who don't know, and if I haven't, I tell everybody this, if I haven't told you this, um, my job the, the the income derived from my job is solely present to subsidise my wife's work, which is by yeah. far and away a much more important job than anybody listening to this podcast will do. So my wife is a is a Macmillan nurse for children, 
Um, and one of the things that she would do is she would um, organise palliative care at home for children. Um, and she's been an oncology nurse for children since she qualified 20 years ago. And so if you put a group of people in a room who look after children who are dying and discuss what serious misconduct or serious deficit of, uh, of, of practice might be, and you put a group of people who look at bite wings in the same room, you're going to come to a different conclusion, aren't you? Yeah, um, and so I hope that we maybe even soon might get to a discussion of case notes in one of our, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of our yeah. recordings. But I think if we do that, then we'll perhaps recount what the case notes are like in my wife's work compared to what ours are like mm. and how you know how, how that how that works and how we're judged by the same standard um and how our case notes are actually a million times better in most regards yeah um, yes yeah very much so and and so um i think for those two organizations to get together with an open mind it might um indeed be, be interesting be really interesting because basically you know that the nurses you know that the itu nurses are going to be going what the, yeah what yeah. are you talking we're about? We're just busy saving their lives. We're just busy saving lives. And sometimes we knock yeah. people's teeth out and scar their faces and sometimes yeah. they die. Yeah. And we're going like that. Well, he left some caries in. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Her teeth were not white. He had a one millimeter centerline shift. Yeah. That that endo's half a millimeter short. short. Yes. Please. Or even worse, half a millimeter long. Or even worse, <laughs> he brought his children to work. Uh, or whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, uh, yes, that would be very interesting. That's that. I, I applaud the GDC yeah, for so, that collaborative work. So they say that that links in with a couple of their key policy projects. Does it? Um, looking at how we ensure we are being proportionate and when we need to impose sanctions. Mm, good like good that. one, good like one. Like it, like it. And exploring how we can best support dental care professionals and patients to consent for treatment and care more effectively. Oh, effectively. I like the word effectively. And as long as effectively doesn't mean onerously. Yeah. Well, you know, if only someone had developed some kind of care, a uh, consent workflow that makes actually talking about consent. Yeah, but this isn't some sort of nest for you to feather yourself <laughs> with by promoting your own in inverted commas product. Otherwise, Is it not? otherwise oh, we're going to do that. And now a word from a presenting sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> the seller's consent pathway. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true though, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, okay, so then they have a, a small bit about what does constitute seriousness in fitness to practice. Oh, dear, dear. Because you shouldn't go to a hearing unless it constitutes seriousness, eh? We acknowledge that many in the profession believe our focus may have become too broad over recent years, and that it has now gone beyond those cases which raise a genuine and serious concern about a registrant's current fitness to practice. To address these concerns, we are aiming to establish a framework in which enforcement action is taken only in those cases in which it is necessary to protect patients or to maintain confidence in dental services. These are cases in which there are serious shortcomings in a professional's conduct or competence. Yeah. In order to do that, though, they must make sure that they don't, that they are very, very, very secure when they throw charges yes. such as dishonesty. Yeah. Uh, yeah, individual yeah, yeah. practitioners but they're also admitting actually we've got this wrong yes it sounds, uh, sounds really like that. really they've, yeah. they're saying we fucked up well that, i'm maybe putting words into their mouths does it say fucked up anywhere in that sheet um, have you highlighted I mean, there that there are the letters of that you could do some kind of yeah, yeah cut and some paste sort of on. crazy ass scrabble yeah, yeah, game yeah, yeah. um they're looking at building a, a leadership network 
promoting promoting professionalism. I know. I think though the danger with that is that you'll not be able to be associated with that should you have a fitness to practice history. And the problem is that most of the leaders that I respect have got a fitness to practice history. Now, which raises the question about whereabouts in it does it talk about an amnesty for previous fitness to practices? No, 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 no. Come on. Truth and Reconciliation Commission. Yeah. Desmond Tutu can do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they've got um, they've got a couple of quotes from from some of their uh, just, leadership. Can I just interrupt you there? Sorry. Yeah. As I think about that, right? As I think about amnesties mm. in the World Cup, if you get two yellow cards, they get wiped out after you serve your ban. Yeah, and actually, if you've if you've shown that you um, are no longer a threat to the profession or society, the yeah. <laughs> Then um, yeah, there's not the, that. Not that yeah. I'm asking for a job with the GDC because I'm not, but I just think that um, I think that were they to were they to, uh, it would be messy. But well, I, yeah, but I still think that the the people who are best served to help the dental profession to a certain extent, or help the GDC. And people going through fitness to practice are those people that have gone through fitness to practice and come out the other side and gone, yep, fucked up, this is okay. Or people who have been through and, uh, like yourself, are literally no no case stands. Well, I, well, they would argue differently that, wouldn't yeah. they? But uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so they've done a like a, a leadership network thing, collating info, and they've got some quotes. So I'm going to read some quotes out to you, and you're okay. going to go... <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm going to be very supportive. <clears throat> The mark of a professional is their response when things go wrong. The ability to reflect and change practice or behaviour is the true test. I agree. That's right. Totally agree with that, yeah. Um, Reflective practice is important, but reflection alone is not sufficient. It needs to be translated into professional development plans or clinical practice. Yeah. Nudging professionals in the right direction and positive reinforcement is likely to work much better than formal education on professionalism. There needs to be a mutual trust between the profession and the regulator. Instead of trying to nudge them in the right direction using a tank. Mm. Too often, the allocation of student places is driven by exam scores, not character, values, or suitability for a professional career. Mm. Here, here, that is absolutely great. Well, that's actually true that, to that, that yeah. yeah. The profession seems to argue there is a need for good undergraduate education and training, but huge resistance to the need for CPD. Students need to begin with the knowledge that ongoing training is part of a career in dentistry. Who argues against CPD? I've That's never seen that. Uh, never seen that. There is definitely an agenda here on CPD. Leaking through, yes, I think so. Yeah, they've, so they've, got, big, they've done quite a big focus on CPD. They're after that, they? aren't they? Yeah, C- considering. I mean, we're about to move on to refocusing fitness to practice, which is probably the biggest chunk of, of the document. But up to now, yeah, CPD's certainly been quite a big focus. Yeah. Probably because they'll probably change it to reaccreditation. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I think that's probably where they, they're yeah. going. Which they'll charge you for. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Well, mind you, maybe that could go in as a combined fee. <laughs> <laughs> We need to take a more positive view of complaints. A complaint well handled is something to be celebrated. I agree totally with yeah. that. That is the, our patient, who Chris Mellers, who won't, I'm allowed to say yeah. his name on here. Yeah, 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 who, yeah. Who, that is a very positive experience for everybody um, who presented with me at a failure conference. There appears to be a disconnect in the public's understanding of the GDC's purpose. More needs to be done to help them understand the role of the regulator. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's probably right, isn't it? Someone's told them to... To, that they, they don't really know what they're doing. No, that needs to be explained to them right at the very start. It also needs to explain to them that if what you want is retribution, this is not the place to come. 
the climate of fear is real and there is a real willingness for this to end. Wow. That is very powerful stuff. Yeah. It's very powerful stuff, that. So interesting, interesting comment. That's what, who's comment? Who's com- so these are picked quotes from some of the... People who attended the conference. Yeah. Right, okay. That they've picked out as Chatham going... Rules. Yeah, yeah, got it. Yeah. But the fact they've published those is interesting. It is, enough, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Now, it'd be interesting to see um, how many of those comments were just, fuck the GDC... You know, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. they weren't. Not, but they weren't because the people who were invited to go to that. Yeah, were yeah. Not so that I suppose so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Did it, they didn't invite that guy, um, Colin Campbell. Didn't <laughs> invite Sean Sellers either. No, surprisingly, no. why would they? No, because you can't go if you've got an FTP history. Shall we? Shall we talk about refocusing fitness to practice? Yeah, and that that would be our last bit on this. Yes, let's do that. Okay. Improving our approach to concerns about fitness to practice. And this next bit, I've highlighted in yellow and red. Jeez, that is very, very significant then. I don't know what it is yet, but I'm quite excited. The overwhelming majority of dental professionals will never have a concern raised about their fitness to practice. But if it happens, and there is a case to answer, which is rare, it is the interest of both the public and the dental professional that we address those concerns thoroughly, fairly, and without unnecessary delay. Right. Can I just jump in on that? Please do. Four thousand a year we were at i know we're not there now but where are the figures from the gdc we were at four thousand a year right there are thirty thousand dentists so the overwhelming majority is more than twenty six thousand, right and that was one year we had four thousand so for them to make a statement like that we need to know how many of the current crop of dentists have had an FTP case mm-hmm. and what the proportion is, right? So this is proper data because then we could see that would be a KPI mm. and that figure falling as a percentage would be an indication it's- that things were moving. And I quote, upstream. <laughs> the, uh, they've got a little, um, a nice little, little oh, table. I've got a chart, then it works. Beautiful yeah. chart. Total numbers of concerns being raised with the GDC by year. Uh, 2016, 2,629, 2017, 1,910, 2018, 1,642. Right. So it's... Going down. Going in the right Add those up. Oh, God, my head. Two, three, four, five. So, yeah, you're looking about 6,000. Right. So that's 6,000, right? In the last three years. Right. So that's 20... That's concerns being raised with the GDC. They're just letters into the GDC. The over, but go back to the quote, the overwhelming majority, that's not true. Yeah, okay, yeah, I can see, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. when you get a letter from the GDC, whatever they call it, as a dentist, because of the climate of fear mm. and, and other things, you're in the process, right? So, and so 20%... Is not an underwhelming number. No, it's it's a significant chunk. It's a significant chunk of the profession over yeah. three years. Yeah. A dental professional's career now is 40. I can't do the maths on that, but you get a picture. Yeah, yeah. Okay, next bit. Impaired fitness to practice is a serious matter, but anything short of that should be dealt with using alternative tools. Brilliant. So they are saying mm-hmm. they're going to, really cut down on fitness to practice. Yeah, did this, we have to be really clear on what constitutes impaired fitness to practice, yeah. which is where the nurses come meeting yeah, yeah, with the dentist. Yeah, yeah. right? So impaired fitness to practice would be systematic, mm. I would think. Yeah, repeated. Demonstrably systematic and repeated, right? And it would be, apart from the most significant cases, 
more than one oh, case. Yes. Um, with malicious intent, I would uh, say. That certainly well. would constitute yeah, it. But yeah. you could have pernicious. Yes. Like that yeah, word. yeah. Nice. Pernicious, um, 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 a lack of standards, mm. right? Which existed over a period of time. But that's the cases that need to go to that. And and so, yes, if you got seven cases yeah. of one patient, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's going to trigger or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's going to trigger something, right? You, you kind of need a slow track and a fast track. Yeah, so you a, do. Fast, a fast track for the, the shipments. Yeah for example, um, and a slow track for those slow burners. Yeah, of course. Well, you need to, you need to have a mechanism by which if you, you know, again, it's KPIs. If you have, a re- if you're being repeatedly complained about, mm. then there's, a, there's something going on somewhere. But there needs to be, there needs to be like a red flag system, doesn't yeah, there? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, if you've got a, if you've got a universal complaint system though, uh-huh. that you can, that can be monitored. Like yeah, exactly. Like a fundamental part of this work has been to understand feedback from registrants and patients who have been through the fitness to practice process and other stakeholder groups. It can be both stressful and time consuming for those who find themselves facing an allegation. I found it quite time consuming when I had my that was, that, was that the most, the most, most important was quite time consuming. It took me off the golf course. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the issues actually is with, with um, reporting patients to the GDC is that patients don't, understand the process so they think it's just going to be oh he's going to get a slap on the wrist and i'll get some money mm-hmm. that's it's, exactly right and that's exactly the opposite exactly the opposite mm-hmm. here's a here's a, an interesting thing so the the gdc have got a sign so you get a slap on the money and uh no, no. Sorry. um <laughs> they've now got a signposting tool on their website so here's the other so they've got can the, you find it uh, well some people do front page of the patient part since its introduction Fewer than 20% of people who use this tool go on to raise concerns with the GDC. Right, okay. Interesting stat. Very interesting. Utter bullshit. All right. How, it doesn't say how many people use the fucking tool. No. So if if you've got 10 people that have used your tool through that year mm-hmm. and only two of them complained, well, you've still got 1,200 people making complaints. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's, it's what that. we need is 8,000 people using the tool and 1,200 complaining. Yeah, you need, well, you need the, the actual Absolute data. You need rel- the actual data. Absolute, Absolute relative risk versus data. Risk. Yeah, 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 you know yeah, yeah, yeah. God, it pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> it pisses me off when you see it on the news. Oh, yes, yeah. it's, it's... Oh, it's increased by 100%. Exactly, from point yeah, one to point exactly, two. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Right, so um, they're, they're also now, um, they brought in something called the Initial Assessment Decision Group where they have uh, daily meetings of any new concerns that come in, mm. which is good. That's really good. That's really good. And I was talking to someone who has insider knowledge of the process, and what I didn't know is, that, nice. ev- is that every single fitness to practice um, judgment gets reviewed. Uh-huh. And if I'd have known that beforehand, I would have felt a lot better about the GDC. Because I know that at least they've got an error checking mm-hmm. mechanism in there. The problem, I think, is that the the process of fitness practice is so uh, opaque. There's mm-hmm. there's no transparency there, yeah, yeah. and if you, because it's not transparent, it's not particularly trusted. That's right. But once they invite us down to do a, a, a broadcast and they show us through the process and they walk us through like we're a bit of paper in the process, then we'll be able to report that to the profession. And when they remove exactly. our cynicism. That'll be a real you f- Yeah, you find this is the thing. They are they're admitting that they're failing, from what I can tell. Mm, failing's probably too strong. Okay, they're admitting they are they are mistakes to, being made. They, they need to to some course correction. Yeah, indeed, very good. Um that's gonna I'm gonna get that it's into gonna stick. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna stick. stick yeah. Um 
and they're admitting there are problems, but they can only really show us that things are improving by increasing transparency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's abs- and engaging. That's yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely true. So you can't chase away dark with darkness. No, no, no. You have to shine a light yeah. on it. And that's what they need to do. And they started the process with this engagement, but they're so still so closed that it still has to be, you know, take some people in, take some journalists in, take whoever in, walk them through the process, show them how it works, right? Make it clear, make it open. Take some fucking dentists in. Yeah. Jesus. I know they take, we went round when I was doing yeah, IVT, IVT, IVT well. you, and you looked at, it was, yeah, that's what you did. Take, take them around take the offices, show them the process. Yeah, 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 well, they took us around to scare us and they took us into the chamber yeah, and absolutely. said, you'll never end yeah, up in here. You'll be there, that'll be it. And it was like yeah. a dock. Uh-huh. Um, but show us, talk, let us talk to some caseworkers. Let us talk to yeah. some some people making those decisions yeah. and what process they Humanize go through. It, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because... At the moment, they are being the the people that work for the GDC are demonised by the profession. Yeah, they are. But and they need to be, really good people that work for the GDC. Yeah, they need and, to be humanised. Yeah, exactly. they do. Um, I think that'll probably do. No way. Yeah, that's unless you want to talk about, about their business plan, make a fuck ton of money and keep it. I don't know. I think though we should perhaps finish off with that for five minutes, and then we've done the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to talk? I, haven't, I didn't really <laughs> look about to the business. That's you, typical here. of your associates. <laughs> <laughs> They are talking about KPIs and have a look. I'm going to pass my uh, well, iPad we, over. Maybe we have to basically a little bit more. Um, it's, they've got some some smart objectives and timelines. Um, so so success measures and targets and but so and that's put down. I mean, it's not a big document, is it? It's, it's, a, it's right. a, but that's good. It's, it's standardized. Developing the model of upstream regulation completed by Q4 2019. Um, it's all fairly timely. Yeah, patients are better protected as registrants. Uh, CPD is focused on areas for individual development, so that's the PDP. Mm-hmm. New elements of CPD will bring benefits to registrants' learning and development. Do I understand that? <laughs> CPD guidance is tailored to registrant groups. Okay, so there'll be specialist guidance, I think, for that. Another one, undertake the second phase review of the dental complaint service. The optimization of the current dental complaint service model with its existing jurisdiction review and feasibility assessment of alternative models completed and preferred model identified. That's interesting. So an alternative model to the dental complaint service by quarter four, 2019, which is the last quarter of this year calendar. Uh, Quarter two, so this is by the end of June. Yeah, this is time. More confidence in regulatory decisions. Let's say how they're going to do that. So the completion of research phase of our work on seriousness. Yeah. More proportionate approach to regulators. Consistent guidance and processes, improved relationship and decisions with the professions. I mean, fair play. And I, I hope they're going to release that as it as it comes out. Well, this is a lot better, isn't it, than Bill Moyes' um, lecture? Oh, yeah, absolutely. When he this started this is a good framework on how to improve. Yeah, sure. So I am, having gone through that a few times now, I think it's a good document. I, I Over, think, overall, I, with, I, with I, the, I genuinely uh, think it's, you know, it's worth seeing um, just now. I... I you know, because we, I have been openly very critical about the whole process and everything, but um, any move in the right direction is a move in the right direction. And, and I think that a lot of this is, is is taking things in the direction in which it needs to go. Mm. Um, and so for a long while there, the oil tanker was going the wrong way. Yeah. And it's not going the wrong way anymore. It's going the right way. Yeah. And, and that, complaints, is, complaints are down. And this is a lot more positive and we yeah. should give it credit for that. And actually it's it's good. And what we need to do now as a profession is get behind the GDC yeah. and say, look, this is this is sounding good. Yeah. Let's help you get on board. And with deliver that. it. Yeah. Because you've written it down now. 
And this time next year, you'll be printing another document uh-huh. that says, we have, we have either done this or this yeah. hasn't should, worked. There should be another conference next January, yeah. shouldn't there? Yeah. Cool. Uh, we should we should be at that. Oh well, that what yeah, right. Um, the, the, uh, so so that that so yeah so we that was the killer that was a killer episode. That's, that's an hour. That's, that's an hour's a, that's worth two, of us. That's two episodes. You reckon we can divide that into two? Yeah. Okay, we'll see what I can do. <laughs> uh, that's incisive, decisive. That's how we roll. So that is it for our two-part episode on the GDC's Moving Upstream document. We really would like to talk to someone at the GDC about this. So if Dr. Moyes, Matthew Hill, any of you guys on the executive committee are listening, just get in touch and we'll arrange a meeting. If you like what we're doing, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast provider of choice. If you've got a question for us or want to give us any kind of feedback, then there are loads of ways you can contact us. As usual, email us at info at incisivedecisive.com. We're on Twitter at IncisivePod and Facebook as well. Do tell your friends, family, colleagues and everyone you know about what we're doing. The only way we're going to get to talk to the GDC about this is by you spreading the word. Our intro music is Grave Robber by Gallops. Listen to more of their music at gallopsgallops.com. We'll see you on the next Incisive Decisive.